Hey Zutanga, welcome to Unfiltered with Crystal J podcast by Captured Corporations and produced by Uma Captured. Hey Zutanga, hey loves. I hope the lawnmower is not making too much of a noise and I'm going to try to raise my voice as much as I can and then I'm just going to hope everything sounds good because I can't I can't delay recording. So the this oh wait before I carry on. I hope you guys had a lovely weekend. I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend and I hope you loved the previous week's episodes. This is the last week. I, I only I'm only doing two weeks, right? So this is the last week for based on the book until further notice until we decide are we sticking to the same book because this is only like the first chapter i think yeah so are we sticking to the same book or are we changing books but for based on the book this is going to be the last week until i actually um decide on whether i'm sticking to the same book same theme or are we doing a different topic based on the book so this episode and this these two subtopics have actually made me realize how much we do like we turn small things into huge huge things and we turn i think we i think part of the trauma we have in our lives as people in general are like self-inflicted traumas um why do i say this i know this sounds a bit uh my nose is itchy I know this sounds a bit, a bit, um, it's like a stretch, basically. It's a stretch and it feels uncomfortable to say also, but I feel like some of the traumas we face are self-inflicted. So these two subtopics say confrontation can be scary. And the other one says people feel nervous because they care. Well, I never grew up to be a confrontational person, but trust me, I like a part of me is confrontational because I don't let things slide easily and if I feel like I'm uncomfortable in a situation I'm quick to raise it I don't want it to simmer I don't want it to sit there I don't want it to grow with me and now become a big issue and I want you to know at that moment should you do something to me that I am not happy with you need to be told so with me, it's not necessarily confrontation, but it's just letting you know at that moment, at that time, when that particular incident occurs. So, when I was younger, I think a lot of people would say I was confrontational, but like I said, I was not. I was just someone who doesn't really like do well with letting things slide. I would laugh. One thing I would do, I would be sarcastic about the situation so that you can get like where I'm coming from you can get you just made me uncomfortable with something that's what I would do and I still do it till today but I am very quick to point out if something is not going the way or something is not landing the way it should on my side so we could say I'm a bit confrontational but I try not to be because I learned something as I am growing and I'm still seeing it happen whereby 
he who has the what can i call it he who has the audacity to actually confront a situation is often chosen to be the one in the wrong like when you voice whatever in a group of people that we most likely are feeling the very same way all of us but because i'm saying it then i'm the one who's wrong and people steer away from actually um uh being accountable of this situation also instead of someone saying actually i agree with this person they'd be like they'd other that rather that rather be they would rather be mute about it and act like they they didn't know or they couldn't care less whereas behind closed doors everyone is complaining or so that's why i would say currently i'm not necessarily confrontational or what i would do what i would do what i noticed and what i think i got this piece of advice from my dad what i would do is when i actually voice the opinion or when i confront the situation i kind of make sure that i am confident in this confrontation right so in me being confident i have to start this conversation by saying personally i'm not okay with this and personally this is how i'd like for it to change and we can negotiate whether we change this or not but this is how i feel so it's when you confront a situation within a group and you avoiding that thing of uh being wrong or being uncomfortable like alone make it a personal opinion that way if anyone says anything you also on part of their part of the complaint because you are you are pushing your own thing clearly unity in a, in a group where it only applies to them is not really something that should be happening it's not really something that you should be associating yourself with So in the book it says people who put avoiding confrontations too high up their priority list will sometimes inadvertently create bigger rows by doing so. Maybe they also sometimes avoid them altogether, but there's usually a cost. If something needs resolving and you don't resolve it, it'll stay there. It'll still be there unresolved. I'm so proud of myself that I actually read inadvertently correctly because when I was reading this extract I re- I yo I, I was like in uh in in uh uh that's how I read it but I'm so glad that and sometimes I feel so blonde but this is true it's really true if something if you don't say something now it stays there sometimes it grows with you and the situation grows with you it piles up someone that very same person who you avoided confrontation with keeps doing shit that you you not with and now you have this huge file that you carrying across your shoulder you you carrying within this person's presence all the time when they that person is there you uncomfortable you like even though you try to not be uncomfortable subconsciously you are you are like weighing down So now leaving it unresolved will actually lead to uh, a relationship of like a whole lot of unresolved shit which you don't want and which you wouldn't like the next person I don't think you'd be okay with knowing that someone 
hid something that was making them uncomfortable that you were doing like from you for a long time so in my case um for an example i recently had a situation when my aunt passed away i recently had a situation with my little sister where my my cousin my little sister cousin where she did something to me like months ago and then i carried that with me i did tell her that i didn't like it but then i carried it changed my whole relationship with her it changed the way that i thought she viewed me it changed the way that i thought yeah she basically it, it was like as if um what can i how can i put it i'm going to put it plain in a way and it was like she thinks way less of me than she actually presents and i one thing about me i hold everyone to a very high i don't know why but i like to make the next person feel very 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 valuable like i will always try to show you your strengths and not your weaknesses that's the kind of person i am because i know how it feels to have a weakness and have someone remind you daily you have one it's very uncomfortable there's nothing um what's this there's nothing encouraging about that that's no way to encourage a person rather encourage them with their strengths they know their weaknesses they'll work on them so this person um did whatever she did and i felt very disrespected and i felt like she she was lowering me down to the first level of life if there's a, if that's a thing so i did tell her about it but then i stopped communicating with her we were quite close i just i communicated to her with her whenever she needed something then yes i would talk to her but just in general to start a conversation i was not about that because i felt like firstly one thing about me i'm i'm friends with anyone any age but at this point i felt like maybe that was the problem that she spends too much time with me that she doesn't even acknowledge that i am like older than her and what not and now it's causing her to treat me like she treats everyone else and i don't want to make her feel like i'm older than her because i like being with her and i don't see her like that and now i have to be that person so recently i can't remember oh she did something that pissed me off right in front of me right in front of everyone adults and young children and, and the adults kept quiet and she didn't do it to me she did it to someone older so i was like okay so everyone is not going to like no one is going to what's this i forgot i forgot hohalmela i forgot what is hohalmela reprimand no one's going to reprimand this person and this person is going to get away with this i was like okay fine let me mise because again i don't want to be seen as the person i don't want to be seen like i'm i'm trying to take attention away from the situation so i just kept quiet until we were together in the kitchen with one of my aunts and i was like oh we were doing the ki- oh she said something that pissed me off too not knowing that i'm already pissed off like i was saying at this point she was not aware that i was already pissed off by her but then i let her and then i was like okay she said something so i was like 
please repeat what you just said to me. I don't think I heard you properly. And I think we have a problem, you and I. That's how I confronted the situation. And then I was like, listen to me before you say anything. I want to tell you what the problem I think is. So I started offloading. But in the calmest way possible. And I think that's what pissed her off. But she tried reverse psychology on me. And she tried handling herself like she was holier than thou. I say this this way because she was now out of her character. Usually she'd fire back. But this time she decided, because there was a visitor in the house. So she decided to act holy. So I let her be. And then I was like, you know what? You know God knows and our aunt who is sitting with us knows that this is not you. And you're not saying what is like on your mind right now. And I hope one day you will actually understand what I'm saying. And you will actually not have to go through what I'm going through with you. With our younger siblings. Because what you're doing is totally disrespectful. And what you've been doing in front of other people. And the fact that you're not even scared to do it in front of elders. Shows me that you, you don't really care about anything at this point. So I was offloading. And this visitor was like, um, uh, it seems like she understands. I was like, you don't know her. You don't know me. You don't know everyone in this house. And I am sorry this has to be happening in front of you. But at the same time, I've been like bottling up everything this girl has been doing today. Not even previous months. Today. And I don't understand what's going on with her. And I won't accept this behavior because we were once close. I just don't get it. So my point was, was that we were very close for you to do what you're doing. And the person that I know wouldn't do one, two, three. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I know the wrong person. Tell me if I think I know you, but I don't. But that's how I approach the situation. Right now, I was, I was bot- like offloading everything that I was bottling up. But then after that, that very same day, we were okay because we had to, we had to work together most of the time. Uh, we had to work together because it was the week of the funeral. Even after the funeral, we had to work together and whatnot. But then after afterwards, because we spent, yeah, like afterwards, New Year's and everything, when the dust has settled, she started talking to me. And you could see that she came to me so respectfully that I, that I saw that whatever that I said to her, she took to account. But now she's too prideful to actually say, I'm sorry for doing one, two, three. But it's the actions and the way she came back that made me understand that she gets it. And I hope she now understands that should there be anything wrong within our friendship, she must say so. And I will always say so. So I actually get what this is when it says it'll still be there unresolved. It'll still be there. And it just grows, eh? It just grows with every single thing. The person could just look at you a certain way and you'll feel like it's piling up on that issue. Like it's always going to be there. So this one says people feel nervous because they care. I think we all are... I think there's a good nervous and there's a bad nervous. Like the bad nervous for me falls under anxiety and whatnot and whatnot that is the bad nervous because you can be like a good anxious or a bad anxious but either way when someone is anxious they care and they give a fuck about whatever it is that they're anxious about or whatever it is that they're very nervous about 
So the last thing you want to do is to tell that person to calm down. Like, the last thing you want to do is tell someone to calm down when they're being nervous. Because firstly, you're making them feel stupid for... Like, it depends on, and is it a good nervous or a bad nervous? If it's a bad nervous, you're making me feel stupid for actually panicking. And uh, don't you think I really feel stupid for actually panicking? So you can't be pointing it out. You're just making things worse. To to explain this better, this is what it says in the book. Oh, my God. The lawnmower is traveling all around the house, guys. It's traveling all around the house. And I'm not about to be traveling all around the house. Just to record this properly. So the book says, So be sensitive. Be reassuring. Be kind. Don't tell them not to be nervous. They'll just worry that they're disappointing you or their nerves are getting in the way. No, don't tell them. Help them not to be nervous. Show them how to achieve what they want to achieve. Tell them you're glad they're nervous because it shows they care. That is just being there for someone. And even though maybe at that point the words won't make a difference right away, but in the long run, someone will really be grateful that you try to actually calm them down in a much more positive way than actually just telling them to relax. Like, don't you think I want to relax? Like, I would really love to relax if I could actually do it. Like, that would be my first option, but I'm not relaxed right now. I am freaking out. So the last thing I want you to tell me is to actually relax. As people, we're not entirely that complicated. There's a saying, this this actually reminded me of that saying, do unto others what you wish could be done unto you. Because you would also really appreciate someone being there for you rather than someone actually pointing out that you're fucking up. You're, you're data zelling. So, if you wouldn't want someone to make you feel that way, why make someone else feel that way? Right? Right. I hope you guys enjoyed this um, episode and I hope you guys share your thoughts. I have people that actually share their thoughts on my WhatsApp and whatnot. I would really love for you, should I post something for you guys, to actually comment under those posts. It makes things better. It makes It's like a review. It makes it easier for someone else to actually want to go listen. And yeah, man. Um, thank you so much.